Welcome to this episode of Asian Glow Up, a podcast on culture, career, and community. We're your hosts. I'm Jackie. I'm April. And I'm Jojo. In today's episode, we'll be talking about money versus happiness with a few special guests. They're really great friends from New York, and we'll be discussing what we find more important, why it's been on our mind, and more. So our guests are going to do a quick intro before we dig into the topic. So Elliot, do you want to get started? Yeah. So my name is Elliot Santiago from the Bay Area. I've been living in Brooklyn, New York for the past year and a half. I work as an editor at Sneaker News in the editorial industry. It is basically a blog that covers sneaker releases, sneaker events, things of that nature. Hey, I'm Ed. I am also from the Bay Area. I've been living in Brooklyn, New York for almost a year now. For work, I do product design and UX in the tech industry, and I've been been doing that for about three years now. Hey, everyone. My name's Jonathan Andres Mendoza. I go by Yoni. I'm actually also a Bay Arian. Not sure if that's even a term, but recent transplant to New York, living in Brooklyn. I work in the on-demand delivery space. So think of companies like Postmates, DoorDash, you name it. I do marketing and send those emails that you probably hate getting every day. (laughs) That's me. Yeah. Welcome, guys. First of all, first of all, I just want to say that I'm like super proud of y'all for starting something. I think it's so much more fun and like easy to support friends, if that makes sense. I think it's also like into, I guess, I don't know, the creative industry. Like, I don't really have anyone close that's like making something that, or making something, period. To give you guys some background on how we know these guys, we literally met Yoni like three weeks ago. (laughs) He is Elliot's current roommate. We met Ed and Elliot in January at a birthday party. And right when we met them, coronavirus kind of happened. So it's been interesting. I've appreciated our Zoom dates. You know, yeah. when we first went home and away from New York, we did that like every other night. It feels like we've known you forever. Oh, it wow. really yeah. does. Yeah, it's, like, it's only been, what, like eight months? Mm-hmm. And even Yoni, we literally <laughs> met you like three weeks ago. Honestly, it really does. Like, it's Yoni coming? Like, yeah, like, what's the plan? Now you're on our podcast. Yeah, absolutely. We made it. We're going to go a quick round around the room. What you think you value more, money versus happiness, and just dig further into that. So, Elliot, you want to get started first? Do you think you lean towards money or happiness? I think right now, or post-college, I think it's been happiness. For someone who grew up in the Bay Area, went to college in the Bay Area, I went to college in Silicon Valley. I went to San Jose State. Shout out Spartans, Spartans, Spartan up. But yeah, so I went, like I literally was in the tech bubble, you know, like living in it, surrounded by it. All my peers are entering the tech bubble. And yeah, this kind of relates to the question because like, I feel like for me, it was just something that never was attractive to me. And I was just surrounded by it so much. And I was just like, this just doesn't feel like me. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of the black sheep, I guess, among friends in terms of trying. I didn't even know what I wanted to pursue. But I just knew it wasn't that. I think because at the end of the day, I wanted to get into a job that I was going to be excited about coming into work every day. And that for me, that looked like something in fashion brand marketing. So throughout college, I was trying to land that first internship or position that would allow me to do so. And I think it really started for me when my senior year, I actually had the privilege of interning at Everlane. If you don't know Everlane, it's a 
fashion brand based in San Francisco. They're pretty big now. They kind of have a iffy reputation at the moment. <laughs> but when I did work for them, they were kind of on the rise. And they opened up their first flagship in San Francisco and New York and like had this sort of reputation for being an ethical brand, right? And so I was working for like a respectable brand. And even something as little as working as an intern, like sending a pair of shoes to like a stylist was exciting to me. It's sort of those moments that you kind of get, I, I guess you can call it joy or whatever. I don't know. I think it's just more so like, oh, I'm excited to do this. You know, it's just like that feeling. I think in the past like few years, I've been chasing happiness. With COVID, it's allowed me to take a step back and I'm like, shit, what matters right now? You know, for me, in my current role, I don't get the unlimited PTO. I don't get the free lunch that every tech job gets. I mean, I guess no one's getting that right now because everyone's working from home. <laughs> but, um, but I don't get like the benefits and all that, you know, that a lot of my peers get. Mm -hmm. And right now I'm in a weird place where this pandemic is going to affect a lot of people moving forward. And I'm kind of like in this weird spot where I'm just like, where, where do I go from here? It's like, should I start thinking about money more? Because I mean, I'm in my mid twenties. And that's still great. That's fucking great. Sorry. Like I gotta, re I gotta like, re I, yeah, that's fucking good. I gotta rephrase that. Cause I'm still very young, but I'm at that age where I need to start thinking about future. And I think when it comes to that, when I look at it like that, it's, it's almost harder to accept maybe settling for ha just happiness as opposed to stability. Have you ever had any pressure from your family? No. And that's, what I love about my parents. So I'm Filipino and- You should be a nurse right now. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like that's the first thing that anyone, if you're Filipino, they're like, oh, are you, are you a nurse? Are you a doctor? Oh, yeah, yeah you fucking just anything like that, anything related. And like, I never received that pressure from my parents, which I loved. And just when I say that out loud, I'm like, damn, like they just want happiness for me too. I don't know, sometimes I have to think about it like that in that sense. and value that too mm -hmm. but also when i think about it i came to new york to experience the city and pre-covid i was fucking loving my life you know mm -hmm. i was going to like so many cool events and whatnot and i was like this is affirming why i came here those types of things like i don't know it's little things where i got to play basketball at the garden i get to go to a launch of a new jordan shoe before it comes out i'm in the same room as zion williamson mm -hmm. you know things like that so yeah basically Fuck COVID. Like, this shit fucked everything up for yeah. me. And, like, it came at a inconvenient time because it was literally my first year in New York. And who knows what this is going to do moving forward. But I think it all relates, though. You know, it all relates. And so to answer your question, what's more important, I guess, in my journey, it was happiness. But because of what we're going through right now it's kind of caused me to take a step back and evaluate, not necessarily make a decision and be like, oh, I need money, but it's just caused me to take a step back and evaluate. Is it because all the benefits of your job, all the cool events and stuff are all on hold mostly? Yeah, because what I wasn't making in money, I was gaining experience. Right. And I guess networking and mm -hmm. fun. I was getting <laughs> paid in fun, basically, you know? Yeah. And now it's just kind of stagnant and I don't, who knows when we're going to even not even for like a sneaker event, but like go to a concert, go to a mm -hmm. bar, go to a restaurant, you know, yeah. like, so it's, it's more so that. Have you ever thought in your mind, maybe the grass isn't greener on the other side? Do you think you're sacrificing being happy at your role 
all this stuff for more money. Oh, absolutely. Because of what I'm going through, my first thought is, oh, I need to look for another job. Mm -hmm. And because this job is going to give me benefits, give me everything I'm not having now. So yeah, of course I think about it. It's not a good feeling because I feel like it's important to at least like what you do. I honestly don't even think people love what they do. I don't know anyone that's 100% happy at their job, whether or not they make a shit ton of money or they're doing cool things like one or the other or both. I know there's always like going to be something wrong with your job. And I would prefer to just be excited about going to work because you have to be there five days a week, sometimes more like on the weekends. And it's like to be excited to go to work is like half, more than half the battle <laughs> after college. You know what I mean? Like it's like more than half the battle because you're going to be spending 80% of your life there. So why not try and pursue something that at least excites you a little bit? Would you say you're a very futuristic person or not? No. Or are you in the moment? I'm in the moment. I can see that. I feel yeah. like people who are more likely to choose money as a priority over happiness are more futuristic and are more so thinking of long term. Like, what is 10 years from now me going to feel about my current decision? There's nothing wrong with living in the moment. We only have now. Tomorrow is not promised. Yeah. 10 year in the future me may not exist, mm -hmm. you know? So I think that's interesting because... Like, Yoni, you guys can jump in. Would you consider yourself more futuristic and do you prioritize money over happiness? I think, that's your first question, yes. I think that I have trouble staying in the present. Like, I'm always in the past or the future. And so, yeah, I'm always retrospective about the past and always thinking about how my actions affect the future. I'm like that too. Mm -hmm. yeah. Same. And I think it, that's for a lot of reasons, one of which is like, yeah, I think it's a lot for my family. I think, like, there's a, a sense of of valuing security in like Asian American households mm -hmm. and for good reason you know they're first generation Americans they left a life in China to, yeah. to come here so yeah at the end of the day I'm grateful for everything and like I, I understand that and even though I struggle with it like I, I very value that like part of me because of them about happiness and money values wise I think I, I value happiness but in terms of like my actions I've, I've definitely like put money first mm -hmm. and that comes from you know, the way I like go about school and like how I selected going to UC at UC San Diego, even down to the major that I chose, which is computer science. I think it very much reflects how I grew up and how I have a pattern of putting money and like security before happiness. And so, you know, that goes even more forwards to like my job today where like I'm in tech, which I can safely say it's equivalent to like doctor and like lawyer these days, especially in the Bay Area. Mm -hmm. And I don't regret anything. Like, I think it set myself up well. Like, I think I was able to save, have that security and really open up doors. Now that I'm 25 and I have worked for three years, I am able to look at different options and play around with it a bit and like, you know, even work for or not work for like a year or so and still be okay and like still settle well for the future. Elliot said his parents didn't really pressure him. Do you feel like your parents did? Not explicitly, but like, I think implicitly. You don't want to let them down and like you sort of understand what they value and you get that out of how they kind of push you to do well in school and like even my siblings kind of set the example for that as well. So yeah, I don't think it was explicit, but I think I definitely felt that pressure to make them proud or happy in that sense. You know, I think there's like a, a flex for like Asian parents to say like your kid works like as this and this. Yeah. And like for them, it's like a proud moment. It's a flex for them in their social circles. Ed, you are in the more creative side in the tech industry. Do you think if you took the creative route, but in the arts industry, would your parents react the same way? I think no. Having worked in tech for three years has helped me kind of reassure them that like I'm okay. 
Like they know that I can support myself and no matter what I do and try, I think they, they trust that I know what I'm doing and that I'll be okay. If I approached the creative side in a more like arts and just pure creative sense, I think like as long as my foundation is solid and they know that I'm set up for success in the future, I think they'd be okay. And so I think that's my kind of intention with everything I'm doing. Again, being able to be like in a situation where I don't worry about the money and that I have that freedom to make choices because I want to make them, not because, you know, I have to. And that's easier said than done. I'm very much in a golden handcuff situation where, you know, the money's good, but I know on the back of my head, like, I want to be happy somewhere else, doing more creative things. You know, I look at, like, what Elliot's doing, and I'm just like, crap, I want to I wanna play basketball at the garden. Like, I want to play shoes. <laughs> but then, you know, you mentioned earlier, the grass is greener on the other side. I definitely am that kind of person that the grass is greener on every fucking direction. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere. 360. It's, Everywhere it's but your own. Yeah. So I keep that in perspective and like, I'm happy that I did what I did, but yeah, I'm in that fork in the road where I'm looking at the next opportunity in that sense. What about you, Yoni? To be completely honest, if I would have chose happiness, I would have been an animator at Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network right now. Not Wait, but say, except we'd be slaves to the, <laughs> we'd be slaves the to system. It, but so at maybe least... Not. I'd have my own cartoon on TV where I could like show my kids and be like, hey, your dad made that, you know? So I definitely chose the money route, not by choice, I would say, only because the animation program at San Jose State is friggin' hard. (laughs) But I think that led to me using my creativity to go into a more business route slash aspect, which took me to marketing, which took me to what I do now sending emails which might not sound that interesting hey i get those emails but yeah i'm glad you do whoever does but yeah no i I definitely wanted to do more of a creative thing but i mean money's good i like that part of it but when i think about money versus happiness now i think i realized throughout my career so far which isn't as extensive as many others i've only had maybe like three full-time roles but that it doesn't matter what job I'm going to do. It's just a job at the end of the day that provides what I need to sustain my happiness, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the money, the benefits of whatever, but it's what I'm doing outside of my day-to-day nine to five where I'm truly getting happiness out of my life, whether it be hanging out with friends, going on trips, whatever. The job is just the catalyst that allows me to do that. So I, I really think in terms of like, happiness and money but if I were to categorize myself right now I definitely took the money route because it opens a lot more doors for me to provide that happiness outside of that. I really like the point that you just made of how we shouldn't let our jobs define us because you know we are so much more than our jobs. The things we do on weekends, the things we like say to each other, I don't like look at you and think oh you're Blank at blank company. He's the email guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think, I think that's what, like, to Elliot's earlier point, that's what kind of COVID surfaced. Yeah. Like, we were so, especially in New York City, wrapped up in the nine to five and the grind. And then all of a sudden we're at home and, like, we're left to think, you know, on our us. own. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're set to, like, live with ourselves. And that becomes sort of a, a catalyst to think about what's really important and, like, the other things outside of work and how to have that balance and why we need that balance. Maybe that's what I'm struggling with too, the work defining you thing. It goes back to my earlier point where I'm just like, it's what you do most of the time, you know? And I feel like, I hate to say it, but our image is 
on the internet, yeah. you know, whether it be social, LinkedIn. If you're going to get any first impression about someone, that's where you get it, yeah. you know? It's like, and, hey, what's your name? What do you do? What do you do? Yeah. 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 You what know? are some better questions that we can come up with? Right. Like, yeah. what do you like? Yeah. What are yeah. you passionate about? Yeah. There's always like that. I always see that. It's like, don't yeah. ask someone what they do. Ask mm. them what they're passionate about. Because yeah. then you'll see it in them. I like that. Like you yeah. actually learn more about this person beyond what beyond, they do. Right. Yeah. 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 Week. yeah. It just sucks too because like what you do defines how much you make, defines your lifestyle. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that's why it's so interconnected. So I feel like that's kind of tough to deal with now in this day and age, you know, in our generation. I think we shouldn't think of it as money versus happiness because that kind of implies that we can have one but not the other yeah. mm-hmm. and that limits us yeah. because in our mind we're just like well I chose happiness so it's fine I don't have money but it's like why can't you have both why can't you find a role or create something they for don't yourself exist. they yeah. do Elliot they <laughs> do they and even if they don't you can create it for yourself they do exist I truly believe sure. that you can create it for yourself if you some people don't have the opportunity to have the support from their parents. Mm-hmm. So what would you say for those looking for the happiness route, but tied to making our parents happy, having them know that you will provide the stability for them and for yourself? Yes. I actually do have experience with that. So as I've mentioned before, I was pre-vet for two years of college, and then I switched over to creative. So throughout high school, my parents were always pushing me to go towards the STEM route, obviously, because they're Korean American. Of course, they want their firstborn daughter to be something, making a lot of money and just being able to support herself. But throughout college, I had a lot of health issues. For those who don't know, I was diagnosed with cyclic vomiting syndrome for like all of college. And a lot of the doctors said there's no cause or cure, but it was mostly due to stress. And I remember the trigger point for me was when I failed OCHEM 2. And that was kind of the point where I was in the hospital. My parents were like, you know what? We value your happiness over money, and it took that for them to fully understand. And even for my younger brother now, he's like, I think because of you, our parents are so open to me pursuing film as a major. Because if that didn't happen, I would probably be studying like computer science right now. So, I mean, I hate to say that it took like a life-changing circumstance for me, but I do think if I just like had an open discussion with them from the beginning, they would have been okay with it. Obviously, it's easier after I'm like, not really on my deathbed, but like really sick and yeah. stressed from work or stressed from school. But I think if I had an honest conversation with them, it would have helped. Luckily for me, I was pushed into the tech industry and luckily I like it. But for my brother, he is complete opposite. He had the very unconventional route of going to the military. My parents were not happy about that. Him going into the art routes, not way not happier than that. <laughs> And comparison is so prominent in the Asian American household of, hey, your cousin is doing a doctor. Your cousin is a doctor. Why aren't you that? I feel very blessed that I luckily like tech. But for my brother, he is struggling with wanting to go into the art field, wanting to go into the creative field. We've had so many talks to them. Be like, this is what brings me happiness. And they're like, well, your happiness is not bringing stability. Mm-hmm. Your happiness is not bringing a salary home. Your happiness is not bringing that nine to five house, food on the table, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. He only made my parents happy by finishing his degree. He got it in physical therapy, but literally after he graduated, he's like, this Talk is about, not yeah. what I want to do. I mm-hmm. spent four years in college. This is not what I want. Just the pressure of making your parents happy 
but also you trying to find that in between. How can I support myself, but also make my parents supportive yeah. for him as well? You know? So you're still navigating that, like trying to... For him, I think he has a harder route of support from my parents. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like I, I think I have fallen to the trap of, wait, I want him to have a stable job. I want him to not have debt. I want him to be happy, but it sucks that money is really the only supporting thing that... It's a common situation that I think like first generation Americans find themselves in because mm-hmm. we grew up with at home very Eastern values like stability, family values, and then we go to school and right? it's very much independent, really Western. And so it's okay to want both things. It's finding that balance of like, okay, how do I be stable but like pursue this independent, very creative side of me that, you know, my parents don't really approve of, but I know like, especially in this day and age where I can monetize everything. And like build a career on my own and be very entrepreneurial in that sense. Being able to do that and proving to the family that I am stable, I can support myself and have that for me while also being happy with what I do. I think that's like the the key balance with everything and something I try to find with myself in, in how I approach my career. Do you feel like, I guess this is more for the tech people here, do you feel like your parents actually understand what you do or are they just happy that you're making enough money to be sustainable? Because for me, my parents have no idea what the hell I'm mm-hmm. doing, mm-hmm. but they're, he's like, good, yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, he, he's Gucci. He just yeah. moved. Like, yeah. Yeah, they have no idea. So it's kind of like a weird balance. Like they're happy for you, but also like... They kind of have to trust that yeah, you're doing yeah. something yeah, good. Exactly. Have you tried explaining what you do to your parents? Not at all. <laughs> I, I have like not tried. Those. No, they they don't even like try to pry into it too. It's more like, how's your job? Yeah. Like, is it good? Do you like it? I'm like, yes. On it's the like, sur- like surface I mean, level. Very yeah. surface yeah. level. Because <laughs> I, I think they know that they won't get it for the most part. Like a yeah. whole different generation. They're like, like internet came out when we were like kids, you yeah. know? He'd be like, oh, like you don't have to go into the office. Like you don't have to take a break. All this stuff. And I'm like, no, I can do it all on the computer. No, and he's like, is. wow, like yeah. that's crazy. I have to go in every single day. Yeah. It's a whole different ball game now. But like, I feel like my parents just never understand that. But either way, they see that I'm living. So they're just cool with it, you yeah. know? Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think I've definitely tried to explain what product design was. <laughs> I've tried to explain what Salesforce is. And like they never remember, they always ask, <laughs> and it's it's fine. It's like they're they're not worried about that the the operationally or like tactically what I'm doing, but mm-hmm. like you know strategically, like I'm setting myself up well, and they care about like the security again. And so as long as that's there, <laughs> I think they're like, oh, he's doing well, and like it's fine. Thanks for listening to the first part of the Money versus Happiness episode. We covered a handful of perspectives on what our guests value and how different factors like parental and societal pressure put up against what you really want can continue to change on what we prioritize throughout life. Stay tuned next week as we continue to dig into the topic of money versus happiness. Don't forget to follow us at Asian Globe Pod and rate us five stars on platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Catch you next week.